and welcome back to the first time film. It is October, so it's officially spooky season. Uh, and we'll be doing horror month this whole month. Uh, we've got some big shows coming up. Me, Truffles, and some other people will be at the helm of that. Um, I am delighted, as you can expect, to be back hosting. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone can sense the sarcasm in my voice. I've, done, <laughs> I, I've never said it to myself that many times. It, it's beginning to sound like a real statement. Um, delighted to be back hosting, and I'm also delighted to be joined uh, by a really, a really good crew, uh, <laughs> a good crew, a good, a good panel, uh, particularly <laughs> for this show as well. Because, like, I don't know, I just remember hearing about this film growing up as a teenage boy and being like, "Well, that sounds like the most teenage girl film ever." So I'll be saying <laughs> well clear of that and uh, my toxic masculinity. Um, I was like, "No," nah. so. <laughs> um, I'm I'm so glad. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I have massive regrets now that I didn't watch it because I think it would have been hilarious, particularly back then. Uh, mm-hmm. Less so now, but there's a there is a, an effort of appreciation there. Uh, the movie that we are speaking about is Jennifer's Body, um, which is the 2009. Uh, it'd be good if I had it up mm-hmm. on my screen actually, um, a lot easier. Directed by Karen Kusama, and uh, written by Diablo Cody. Uh, I believe there's been comic adaptations towards it as well because it is just that far-fetched, it's so wild um, so it is an excellent one, we'll be talking um, at length about the film, um, obviously around Halloween time um, we want to give good essence and I think it's a film that we'll obviously reminisce, I'm very happy to be joined by Grace Malik so yeah. say a hello Hiya <laughs> Anything more, anything happening in your life, Grace, that you'd like to share before we go on to Jennifer's body? Nah, I literally just got back from James Bond. So James Bond, glad, yeah. glad you plugged that in there because we'll be talking about that in the I news. I know, we spoiled it for later. So, excellent, excellent stuff. Uh, it's glad to, be, glad to be with you and we've also got Erin Michael here as well. So as I said, absolutely excellent panel and I think we'll get uh, <laughs> stuck right into this. Hi Erin, how are you? Thank you, how are you, Jack? I am excellent, uh, as you can expect, as as always, hosting back in the driving seat, uh, <laughs> boring myself here to tears. <laughs> but here we are, Jennifer's body. Um, as I said, 2009, blah, blah, blah. I want to first of all just get into it because I think you'll have more to say on it as a whole. I've obviously given my bit of a spiel there as you, um, as you had to listen to me droning on. So I think we'll come to Grace first. Uh, tell us about your first, sort of first experience with the movie. Was it something that you know, you remember seeing the first time in the cinema or somewhere, it's definitely 2009 is like peak cinema time for everybody, I'd imagine, particularly us. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. Um, so I actually only first watched it maybe like two years ago, but it was one of those films, because it was written by the same woman that wrote Juno, and obviously that was like a massive, like I'm sure that got nominated or like won Oscars and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I just remember this being like, her second film or like her follow-up film um and I remember it got really panned at the time so I always thought it was meant to be like rubbish that's what I just remember like when it first came out people were like oh my god it's awful but it quite quickly did get a cult like and it was kind of I know at the time it was considered like so bad it's good or like mm-hmm. ahead of its time so that's kind of all I remember from it so I I did always kind of mean to watch it and I always saw the kind of not even so much clips, but, like, photos from it. So, you know, the bit where she's, like, burning her tongue. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, that's where that's from. And just loads of sort of, like, quotes from it and stuff. So, 
it, and it was only when I watched it for the first time like two years ago that I was like, ah, oh, right, okay, this is definitely like a cult film. In the I, way that- I feel, I feel like it's. Um, you mentioned a good thing there about just even the style of her burning her tongue. I think mm-hmm. it became a bit of a meme, didn't it? It's, yeah. It's the, uh, if we're going to bring it to the twentieth century, twenty well, the twenty twenties, uh, I suppose it's. It's became a bit of a meme of itself, and, and mm-hmm. now, like you said, it may have well had a, cu- a cult following back then, but I think even more so now. Yeah, um, definitely. But it's funny you mentioned that about being panned and stuff as well. That's um, interesting because it is absolutely slated in terms of rating. Like uh, Rotten Tomatoes is, I think it's like a 50 rating or 40, 52 or something. Um, yeah, and I think you said, I can't remember if we got it on, like when you were recording, but I think it's one of those films, I think it's a wee bit harsh because I think it knows what it is. Yeah. Like it's not uh, it's not trying to be anything that it's not. So I think it's quite self aware. So I almost feel like giving it a low review is maybe just not getting that it knows what it is. I don't know. I, I think it's <laughs> yeah. I think it's mixed. I think uh, you need to you need to look at it at a certain light, don't you, when you're watching it and not take it too serious because 'Cause I'm the biggest culprit for that. Um, yeah. if you go back through the back catalogue of first time films, everything and anything will be slated by me. <laughs> <laughs> I take no prisoners, and I think it's because I do have this attitude of oh, I don't know, like I just not really for that daft behaviour unless I know yeah. what it is, like unless yeah. they know, embrace it, kind of like Monty Python, where yeah. it's stupid shit. Like, but they know that, like, it's not trying to be funny and a well, let's keep you invested, ha ha, kind of yeah, you know, comedy along with a bit of a drama. I think they know fine well what it is in terms of just been a pure parody of any horror film that's ever been made but like making it because i'm know, sure almost I'm, like graphic you know like, you know i'm it, sure it sorry see when you just sorry just when you mentioned comedy um there i remember actually you've just reminded me of something when it first came out i just remember people being like oh it's doesn't know whether it's comedy or horror and that i think is something that i will agree with yeah i think uh, i think there should either be a bit more comedy or actually a bit more scary moments that was one thing i thought was a bit awkward mm-hmm. about it yeah um erin we'll come to you just again similar question just like so i want to know how your first experience was with the film uh if it was one that you'd seen ages ago i don't know because it's first thing films i now just assume people don't haven't seen it um but it's interesting <laughs> to me because i know Many, many of the females in my life have, have watched this film in 2009. Uh, and, you know, it does, it res- not resonates, but it's a part of like what they grew up in terms of when you look back at all the Halloween films or spooky films or anything like that. Um, because I think if you were watching that at 13, 14 years old, it was quite, it would have been a bit scary. Like, I think there's particular yeah. shots of Megan Fox no, yeah, that they've done really well to make quite, quite creepy. Uh, to be fair so Erin yeah, uh, just like Lucy I said tell us um, how your first experience was and, and all that mm-hmm. I have a clear memory of watching it at my pal Becca's house here we and go That's yeah. exactly at a sleepover and I remember thinking <sighs> oh my god this is a 16 I am what was I 14 oh, or something you're so I was like my mum's going to kill me a rebel <laughs> nah, I think that was more serious than anything else but um <laughs> No, I, I remember having to close my eyes a bit because I was a wee scaredy cat. Yeah, that's what I wanted, Grace. You've let me down here. I was <laughs> hoping you would have this same picture in your head of the film. Um, 
Yeah, so to be fair, there were bits. Is there not the bit where she's at um, when she first appears at the house? That kind of made me shit it a wee bit. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I, I, for one, I'm not a, I'm an easy, I'm not an easy man to scare. Uh, <laughs> a big fucking scary giant man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, there was something about that. I was like Megan Fox, you know, usually, you know, my, my tongue's hanging out my mouth. Um, <laughs> But in this ah. instance, in this instance, I'm like, I'm behind the cover. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god! I think uh, she's such like a good casting for that uh, role. Yeah. I mean, I know that's yeah. the point is she's meant to be like, but it is like such a weird thing because obviously she always like you're saying with the Transformers films, you're literally just watching her. So I think it's funny to play on that in a horror. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's makes her looking at her. It's mm-hmm. interesting because she's like, this is the first role she was able to actually take ownership of mm-hmm. her and her body and her sexuality. Um, especially now she's coming out and talking about Michael Bay and all the other people that have been like s- snide and horrible and slimy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Even when she was underaged and all that stuff. And yeah. it's funny um, as well. Sorry, this is kind of going on to another point, but you just reminded me there. I remember the first time I watched it thinking like if I didn't know I'd probably have thought this was written by a man but I actually when when you know it's written and directed by like two women I'm like oh okay there's something about that that then makes me kind of like that element of it like Megan Fox was doing was written that way and presented that way but you know it was in the hands of women I don't know something about that I just felt like I I like I like that you've actually brought that up and that you're very honest about it because it makes me feel quite, you know, feels better about being honest about it and and um, you know not feeling not feeling guilty for understanding the sort mm-hmm. of pressure that's put on it um, throughout it and her using her body as a tool. I think is an interesting concept, like particularly in a horror. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it has since been done. I think well with the idea of like that teeth film, uh, but yeah. it's uh, yeah. not something I'll get because I've not seen that. <laughs> uh, the, the concept of that scares me more than anything else I think uh, <laughs> but I think yeah it's a, it's a, a very interesting concept that way and um, it does make it feel lighter on the, the eyes and, yeah. and it's kind of yeah. well Jack see when you said that you hadn't like it when you were a teenager you thought it was a film for teenage girls I thought that was quite funny because I totally assumed it would be the kind of film that like thirteen-year-old boys, yeah, that thirteen-year-old <laughs> boys would be like, oh, class, Megan Fox, it's a kiss a girl, like that kind of thing. Yeah, I, thought that... I guess I didn't know that was going to happen. It? <laughs> it may have been different otherwise, um, but no, I don't know. It just gave me the idea. Like, I, I remember hearing something. Somebody hears, eh, somebody watches it, and then you know, through word of mouth, it's like, I, I uh, Megan Fox uh, <laughs> becomes a, becomes a, a vampire or something. Um, and kills but, boys. I know, but it's not very like it was a girl who's been like, ah, it's not very good. Or whatever. Mm. I'm like, ah, it's some shit. It's some shit. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I can't even really remember it at the time. But now, you know, since it wasn't actually until we got the list and it said Jennifer's body, and I was like, oh, what's that? And then I remember just particularly seeing that scene again, like what you were saying, Grace. <laughs> you see stills. You see stills yeah. of it. Like, it's yeah. become like a bit of a meme. So I it remember. It feels so tumble to me now. That. That yeah, that gif is like, yeah, totally reminds me of Tumblr vibes. Yeah, I hundred percent, hundred percent. 
Yeah, but I think um, I'll, I'll just take a few moment actually to just see how much of a flop it was, or if it actually did survive on its feet. Um, I want to I want to ask unless you've had the Wikipedia up. Never. Um, I'll ask the, the budget and the box office to see um, see how we feel, how we gauge about that. The budget was was a recent. Drum roll, please. Sixteen million dollars, which is oh. not, it's not it's not amazing. Uh, I, I think I it's guess well. like ten, to be honest. So yeah, for sure. I think uh, they've done pretty well. Um, considering, I think a lot of the effects in it and stuff are, are fairly were done fairly well. Um, anyway, so yeah, we got you yeah. Aaron first. What are you thinking? Box office a flop, or did it make a profit? Hmm. Uh, it probably made a profit box office wise but it definitely flopped review wise mm-hmm. I think because Megan Fox was a big name at the time she's still a big name but especially then and so was Amanda Seyfried so. yeah because she would have just been coming off of Mean Girls and Mamma Mia yeah, yeah. So I'm and thinking, I, I definitely think. remember it getting advertised a lot like I definitely knew of it at the time yeah. I remember being actively not allowed to see it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum yeah. heard the, the, the words of Satan were uttered in it, and she was like, no, Erin, you no. can't see it. No, no. This good there Catholic girl, not allowed. <laughs> Cannot have that. Um, understandable. So, Erin, yeah, hit me with a number. 16 million box office, what do you reckon? I'm going to go with... Am I getting a number? A um, number? A number? Um, Erin. Don't be scared. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? 52? 22. 22. Okay, Grace. Right, I was going to go for 25. I was going to go for 25, but I'll go for 30 just to spice it up a bit. Oh, spicy. Spicy indeed. <laughs> Very spicy, Grace. 31 points. <laughs> Nice one. Yeah. enough on the nose. So, I uh, like you said. I mean, that's not a terrible profit. It's, it's, it's sustainable, and like we said, there is a bit of a movement towards it. Um, particularly in the Me Too movement, um, there's you know, it's becoming a bit of a feminist horror film as mm-hmm. a cult film, and mm-hmm. like you mentioned earlier, Grace. So, may well see that you know the, the profits from that rising, whether you know obviously not box office, but. You know, you know the way it goes. So it may well become a successful film um, as of yet. Starring Megan Fox, Amanda Seyfried, Johnny Simmons, J.K. Simmons, um, I think a lot of actually very good performances as, you know, to be taken lightly in terms of, right, okay, they're just playing daft caricatures of high school students and whatever. Um, But I think the way they manipulate their characters, in fact, everyone in it, I think is great. has anyone got particular star performance or anything? Or you know, was anyone happy to see J.K. Simmons? I know I was with his one hand. Yeah. Excellent yeah. stuff. I know I was. Career. I was so. so wait, I remember when I first saw it, um, and I did watch it again recently, like a month ago, maybe, um, just by chance. I remember being like, "Oh my god, J.K. Simmons!" I wouldn't have thought he'd do because in my head he usually does sort of. I don't know, like more serious stuff. But then I was like, oh, he's in Juno as well. So yeah. I was like, I wonder if it's literally just because he enjoyed doing Juno and it's the same writer. 
He was yeah. like, yeah, go on, I'll tag along. Because I just thought it was a really random part for him to play. But yeah, I appreciate it. I liked seeing him. Yeah, it's just, no, it's decent. Um, what about you, Erin? Is there any standouts in that? I mean, are you a Amanda Seyfried super fan? Or um, <laughs> does Adam Brody, you know, uh, I don't know, make you want to turn uh, it Was he Chris Pratt? I was going to say Chris Pratt, yeah. Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt playing be Meathead. That was good fun. And then he never returned. Uh, was, but I'm I'm so confused by the timeline of him being in Parks and Rec and then losing weight for superhero yeah. films. But then he's skinny in that. Oh, I know it was frying my brain a little. I know what you mean. I agree. That that messed in my head as well. Um, uh, we were all a bit shocked by that, I think. Uh, confused. Um, I thought he was meant to be fat as well. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they said the same thing but yeah um, I think again well you actually both mentioned it I think with the budget that it had and the cast that it had it done fairly well um, in terms of advertising itself um, and to make 31 million at the box office isn't terrible at all um, going on from that I think we'll just I mean the plot it's no, there's no point in sitting here for an hour talking about plot really is there mm-hmm. um, but what did we make? Just I just want to ask. What did we make of Low Shoulder, the band? Uh, and if you could mash two bands together um, to make a band that sounded like Low Shoulder, what <laughs> two bands would you use? Um, I'll come to you first, Erin. I'm, I'm interested to see. I'm glad you went to Erin. Shit. Um, oh wait, busted. I've got... <gasps> busted. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh... Oh. Wait, do you want me to bring the provide the second one? Oh yeah, that's fun. Oh, I don't want you to cheat. I don't want you to cheat. Oh, because I can't. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) two each. Thank you. (laughs) Wait, what? What were you gonna say? Okay, well I was. I only had one, so I might just say McFly because they're similar to Busted. For goodness sake, you can't make Busted. And then. Right. um, I've got another one, right? And then I was going to say, so McFly and you know the band in School of Rock, No Vacancies. Oh, No Vacancies! What a fucking <laughs> me. Yeah, that. <laughs> <I'm hot>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love that. I'm With the body cool. ripples, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, spider. Yeah, oh, I love that. That's so I'm like, <laughs> and No Vacancies. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll accept that. Like busted. I will need to. Um, yes. I'll be asking troubles to cut that out. Okay. Um, <laughs> a t- terrible shout. If you want to hear mine, uh, you can go onto my Twitter. Can't I'll just tell you. Uh, I would. I would say the killers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Brandon Flowers kind of. Yep. 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 The killers, and see, it's not that easy, is it? <laughs> no, no, I'm just pausing for effect here. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Follow it, bud. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's about a cop out. I'm sorry. It was on a wall. Couldn't think of anyone else. And I thought, yeah, yeah, I'll be like that. Like, follow it, boy. But follow it, boy versus the killers. I actually, when I was listening to the song, the song then became the school anthem. Uh, we'll get actually a wee bit of discussion on that and all. Um, but yeah, I first heard the killers. Like, I thought, that sounds so much like the killers. They're obviously trying to be like a killer's copy. 
Um, they obviously name dropped Maroon Five. I suppose I was a bit as a wee bit of an Adam Levine. Um, oh yeah. So sort a of character to him, a wee bit, you know, tall, lanky, skinny. Yeah. Like, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I thought Killers straight away. Uh, for the boy, I've just copped it there. But I okay. What we're thinking with that song? Um, what is the name of it again? But I just think it was a tune. <laughs> Even though it kept playing, I thought, it's getting me right through this movie, honestly. I'm try- um, yeah, I'm trying to find the name of it, because as soon as I hear it, I'll be like, ah, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm still here breathing, or some of that. It's like, I'm still here breathing, I just know that's the words. Um, was it written for the film? I, I don't know, but there was a song in the credits as well that I feel must have been the same band. It sounded very similar. I feel like there must, must be written, there must be two songs written for the Thing. Um, oh, why? I'm not able to. Shall I play it? Shall I? Ch- will that mess up the fucking? It's not a radio station, but we could definitely. Yeah, go for it. Right, let's fuck it. Let's, let's first it's like, first. It's not in the flesh. That's not it. Nah, I think it's no. going through the through the trees. It's like the yeah, it's something like that with trees. My best friend are talking about. How dare you call her a virgin? Yes, yeah, she's a virgin. <laughs> and beats sleeping with creeps like you. That's what she said. That was me doing the dub. Is that before it? Ah, that's right before it. And then um, Jennifer is walking over with tricolored shots, red, white, and blue for the American. Those guys are ranked, Jen. Just forget about it. You know what? <laughs> Wait, I'm too. Sorry, I can't. Why is it big dubs in England? Yeah. I don't know. Why, right? I'm sorry. Hey, this is the song. This is the song, guys. Keep your ears peeled. That literally sounds like Brandon Flowers. It does, doesn't it? I don't know how clear the quality was there, but uh, <laughs> just, I think very Brandon Flowers. Um, but I don't know, I just I actually really enjoyed that. I used to be a Killers fan back in the day, and I thought, oh, they're Mormons, they're probably in some satanic cult. And then you watch Jennifer's Body and you realise, wow, they must all be. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely nothing against the Mormons. Um, purely for um, comedic value, guys, so don't uh, cancel me. Um, I quite like, sorry, I just quite like that plot point, that it's literally as simple as, like, a band just wants to get famous. Like, yeah. there's not, they're not trying to take over the world, they're not trying to, it's yeah. literally just, the band wants Something to get hilarious. famous. Like, actually hilarious. Mean? <laughs> I, I couldn't believe how much I liked this film. I thought it was just a pure... I uh, thought you did like it. I was getting those thought, vibes from you. You thought yeah. I wouldn't like it? Yeah, I kind of was getting those vibes from you. Oh no, I fucking I, I really enjoyed it. No, <laughs> I, I guess I haven't been that positive. See, when I'm not hosting, I guess I'm uh, not really giving my opinion as much, even though sure. usually I try and find a way to get it in there. Um, but yeah, no, I fucking I thought it was hilarious. Like the whole film, especially like towards the end when I when I as I said I had accepted what it was. Mm. Um, I think it was it was really good. And then yeah. I mean that's an alright wee tune. As I said, <laughs> keeping me going throughout it. Um, but, I mean, there's nothing much else really to talk about with regards to the film. Um, I did 
want to discuss a wee bit more of the Me Too movement and take the opportunity when I've got female uh, panellists on because I don't want to run my mouth off with truffles uh, and all, <laughs> all, all, all their body odour. So um, I think there was some uh, stick with Michael Bay. We actually did, I think somebody mentioned it there. Um, we had mentioned it off air and then we got probably got confused whether we had actually spoken about it or not. Um, one of the one of the ones. So um, it was around about 2018, I think, uh, was obviously the beginning of the Me Too movement. And, and well, we're still hopefully um, well engrossing that. But Megan Fox came under fire, uh, got a bit of blacklisting basically throughout the industry um, after some comments made towards Michael Bay, who at this point had next to no other allegations. So uh, it just goes to show when something like that you know, takes wind, um, it can it can start to have uh, like repercussions, uh, positive re- repercussions. Um, so I, I just admit, do you know too much about this? Is there, is there anything else with regards to the movement or, or anything um, that you just want to bring up in the film? I know we obviously spoke about the writers and, and their role going forward and why this has become a feminist cult film, but um, just on that topic, if anyone's got I was just going to say I think it it's kind of almost done the film well that mm. movement I mean just because I, th- I think it's made it like we sort of said it's shown it in more of a positive light and realised I think it was actually just ahead of its time mm-hmm. even though it was only like 10 years or 11 years old now it kind of was doing stuff that would be quite a thing now I think if like people were going to try and make a comedy horror film now yeah, and they would try and sort of show it from that light of women not being the victim and like you know that, like a girl that's eating boys like, <laughs> she goes yeah, both ways like, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, so I yeah now I'm like I think it was I think if it was to come out now it would be seen in a totally different light um, and I think but I quite like that it's not gone away and I like that it's had this resurgence mm-hmm. and it's it's I feel like it's one of those films now I would not be surprised if it got studied in like film classes and there yeah. was like loads of analysis on it I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. whereas I bet when it came out people were like oh that's just some like they're trying to attract like teenage boys mm-hmm. to cinema sort of thing yeah I think it, I think that's what's again what makes it really brilliant uh, as well I couldn't agree more with that um Erin is, is there any thoughts um, with regards to that as well. Yeah, just so to Grace. Um, I think at the moment that what horrors are doing now is mainly like the final girl stuff mm. in terms of mm-hmm. like taking back how to be a woman in a horror film, like the last one standing. Mm-hmm. But this one doesn't use that at all. It's it's all about all the women who are still alive, pretty much. Cause mm-hmm. it, even in the fire, I think only guys died. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, true. Actually, I think so. so. Um, but it's all about because like she's eating boys and just becoming stronger. Yeah. So, yeah, and actually, I I was even forgetting there that it's like the reason she gets the powers is because she's been kind of mistreated by guys. Yeah, uh-huh. like that's quite an interesting take. Like it's not like she's always had this thing and oh, it was only going to come when she hit puberty. Like it was always going to happen. Like mm-hmm. it was literally she's a victim. And, and usually in horror films, it's all about not being a virgin and this yeah. one she's like no no I am I'm yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I thought that was quite a funny thing because it was totally like, is she? Isn't she? And then, yeah. oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, definitely, I think. Um, I think there's not really much else to say on the film. Yeah. To be honest, and I think we'll move on from there, um, and we'll get on to the news. Um, the good thing about the news is. Grace, you can get a wee shot of talking. Uh, oh. <laughs> I know you were desperate to host tonight and I pushed you aside. I said, I know. Oh, I'll, be, I'll be hosting. And then Nikki <laughs> messaged me and said, I'll host. I said, no, Nikki, you take a wee seat, mate. I'll do it. Don't you worry. Um, and here I am, delighted to be hosting. Delighted. Do you hear that, Truffles? Delighted. delighted <laughs> okay. Um, news, Grace, you have just went to see the latest instalment in the James Bond series. <laughs> Daniel Craig, his, his last dance, as what mm-hmm. has to say. Um, so take it away, tell us all about it. Um, spoilers are going to be alerted, so just tell us. Oh no, I don't know if I can spoil it for anyone. Okay, right, don't spoil right. us. Then. Okay, I won't, okay, I won't spoil it, in which case it is quite hard to stop it. Oh, okay. um, it's long, it's quite long. Oh, it's um, long, is it? I mean, I feel like they always are, though. I did have to go off to, for a toilet break halfway through, but... It actually does go quite quick. Like, it's... I'm not a massive... Like, I always go see the James Bonds, but I only ever see them in the cinema and I never rewatch them. So for the first, like, hour, I'm always like, wait, who's that again? Like, what's happening? <laughs> but, and also, quite often, like, I don't overly understand the details of plots in these kind of films. But, you know, it's a fun ride. And, you, I don't know, I feel like you kind of have to go see it. No. Uh. I've not seen a Daniel Craig film, a Daniel Craig Bond film, I should say. Oh, really? So, uh, the only one I've seen is Spectre, I think, and I uh, fell asleep through it because I was really drunk and I was in America. Yeah. <laughs> see, I've not seen any. Oh, see, I've not seen any of them other than Daniel Craig. I've seen all of Daniel Craig's, but I see them in the cinema, and then I see the next one like five years later. So. Yeah. See. I... I guess I would like them. I used to be a big Bond fan, more Sean Connery, more mm-hmm. mm, probably stopped at Pierce Brosnan when they go any further there, to be honest. Um, I think. So I guess I would like them, but um, I guess it's his last one as well. So it has made me want to see it. So that, yeah, and it, it does make me then want to see the new James, like whoever's going to be the new James Bond, because you're then like, oh, it's a new person. Like, go mm-hmm. see how they do it. A new person. Female Bond, what are we thinking? I think they bond? might do it, but I'm not like gagging for it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, like, like I'm totally fine if they keep James Bond a guy. Like, I'm not. Uh, Daniel, what, what, what is the second name? Craig was saying Craig. actually that there shouldn't be a female Bond. We should just start fucking writing parts for women. That was yeah. a great, that was perfect. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. And he was still getting shamed for it. Like, yeah. like what are you talking about? He said everything right there and he's so right. Like, that that oh. kind of annoys me just generally about uh, fucking that industry now is that mm. there's too many people riding the back of a, a remake or something like that. that yeah. And uh, someone else's work. Like, it just it fucking blows my mind that there's not enough writers now that are producing good content like f- fucking the amount of fantasy shit that used to be written uh, like sci-fi stuff like why is no yeah. one creating worlds anymore they're just fucking like remaking or like doing yeah, shots of, and of like Disney things that have already been done uh, it's fucking pain in the hole um, but yeah on top of that like I think you're right um, because yeah, it's like 
it's similar to bloody making a female Doctor Who because now it's going to be a backward step if the if the next Doctor is a guy. Back to a guy again, like oh fuck, men are winning again. Do you know yeah, what I mean? exactly. So how how do you fucking struggle? Navigate at yeah, all? just make female characters, like make them class, like oh, uh-huh. I don't know. Again, yeah, even like even in games and stuff as well. There's uh, I feel like there's a lack of um, female representation, and I, I guess that there's a larger male population that are buying games, playing games, but you know, on top of that, there's just not enough representation um, or just new roles. Um, even like the remake of Ghostbusters, that's a perfect example of like, let's yeah. just make the, let's just um, <laughs> a, a heavily male dominated cast and flip it so that they're all female. As if yeah. we, we owe that, we owe that to the females, you know, to I get hate- they were that. fucking buzzing for Ghostbusters, man. They loved that film, but it was just too uh-huh. masculine. Too many willies. Far too many willies. Not... Do you know what that reminds me of? Have you heard that? I think it was like a vine. And he was like, oh my God, the feminists are taking over. And I was like, I'm an adult virgin. <laughs> That's all I hear. That's all I hear now whenever I hear the Ghostbusters theme song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Ocean's sure. 8 is the only example I can think of of like a female remake. I've not actually seen it because I was kind of like, I don't like getting pandered to in that sense. I mean, I'm sure it's good. In that one, it's good because it, it takes on, like, it's not as if it's a remake and it's ignoring what has been. Ah, okay. It's like, the, well, Sandra Bullock is George Clooney's sister. Ah, right, okay. Ah, uh, okay, okay, right. So I was going to like, moving away for them to, like, I suppose, yeah. give, them, give them a spotlight, I suppose. But yeah, it does still feel like a bit of a hand me you know like a, yeah like mm-hmm. it, you know but at the same time I, we need to start somewhere i suppose like that unfortunately because there's been so much male dominated uh-huh scripture, just like you know generally generally <laughs> we'll only be not, disappointed that's we'll like, be disappointed with um, bond. yeah who do you think should be it i just keep thinking idris elba surely yeah but i, yeah, I, I would yeah i would like idris elba um I don't know if he's too obvious now, though. But like, I also wouldn't mind the guy who done Tenet. Uh, is... Oh. Wait, is oh, the American guy? Yeah, what's his name? Would they do an American, though? Or am I thinking could you, of... But could you do an American with a, you know, the... a British accent? That's what I've done. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to make a uh, John David Washington, I believe. Oh, Taron Egerton, yeah. 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 Because I guess they have to start. My thing with Idris Elba is I don't know if he's too old now, if he's I, wanting I to do like more than one film. I think he's probably about the same age as, as Daniel Craig actually, but I don't know. I don't know for sure. But I I agree that I would quite like a, a fresher face. I would like somebody yeah. who was a lot less known. Like I yeah, same. New casting, I hate. Oh, just giving um, people roles because of a, another role that they've done. Like, give somebody else a shot, man. Yeah, it'd be quite good if they got someone who was, like, big in, like, theatre or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love and that. And then, too. like, just because, to be honest, I mean, obviously we were quite young when Daniel Craig became Bond, but I, I, I definitely hadn't heard of him before he became James Bond. I know he did yeah. films and he was known, yeah. but I don't think he, like, this made him... Definitely not a household name. But, yeah. You know, like, them was swooning for Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, aren't they? Um, no, nah, he's done a great job. To be fair, um, right, we'll just go on. Is it as an actual definitive pick? Um, I guess we're all we're speculating there, or we're throwing names in the hat. But is it a definitive name, Erin, that you want to see? Uh, does that? Well, I just said Taron Egerton. I think I think that's a good shout. 
yeah. English yeah. slag yeah. but I was just thinking what's the one of the young boys from P.E. Binders who married the American uh, oh yeah oh, I forgot his name but I think he would be quite a good because if, if a smaller name yeah please a good I would be worried that <laughs> this is me going to be heightist uh-huh. uh, spoke about being Hightist. sexist spoke about everything else we're going to be like he's just small. a bit small I think for Bond get him I just get, I, I just think Sean Connery was, was quite a long quite a long guy quite a long man uh, and that build I just I'm not sure he's quite there yet unless he properly put the work in or, I don't know I don't know what he's like <laughs> I don't know what he's like underneath his shirt but um, yeah I know it's hard because it does need to, uh, right, not to sound like a creep, but they do need to be a wee bit of, like, eye candy. Maybe like a hunk eye. I was yeah. going to say Will Poulter, and then I was like, oh, I don't know if he's... Will Poulter? <laughs> who? He's, you know, in uh, We're the Millers. <laughs> he's he's okay. English in real life, and he does, like, more serious stuff normally. Yeah. But then I was like, mm, don't know if he could it's escape from Ken. It's just his bloody Ken. eyebrows. I know. I feel like... <laughs> I don't think he's right for it at all. I was just trying to think of a young English guy. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. Tom Holland's too too awkward. I know. He's. I also think it can't be someone that's like known for another franchise. Because yeah. I was like, you couldn't do Robert Pattinson because he's about to be Batman. I know. Yes. And then you, I, I always thought like even like be like uh, John Boyega or something like that. But like, oh yeah, because he's oh, young God. and, and would bring something new to the role. But like, yeah. he, I think he could do a very suave. But then you've got him so attached to Star Wars. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, is there even like, oh, a there? I was going to say Harrington, probably a little bit soft for me, I think. A bit, a bit oh, yeah. Mean. But then again, but, Game of Thrones, you just think. I, I know, but I still get I still get very soft. Jon Snow is a wee bit, wee bit soft, isn't he? <laughs> uh, like, he's mercy. Merciful is probably the word soft, is the wrong terminology, probably. Um, so I'm literally just typed in neo British actors. What about Nicholas Holt? Mm, could he bring something to it? Maybe. I think it'll be. I honestly think it'll be someone that we're like, who? And then you actually see yeah. they've been in loads of stuff, but like you said, like Peaky Blinders, and you can't remember the character's name. Yeah. Or they'll well, it'll be like they've won it. They've been nominated for a Tony, like that kind of thing, and you're like, all oh, right, okay, mm-hmm. fair. In an ideal world, Tom Hardy would be my pick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good show as well, definitely. But. Well, we can always speculate. Uh, I, for one, wouldn't mind a female Bond, but also, like Grace said, not gagging for it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Thanks for quoting me. I had to get it in there. Um, (laughs) So I think that wraps us up, um, to be completely honest. We spoke Bond. uh, We spoke Jennifer's body. uh, We've also spoke highly about this feminist world um, that Jennifer's (laughs) body now uh, kind of can literally embody um, so yeah it's been fun talking to you girls um, you I think the next time we'll be on something will probably be after spooky season is over and Halloween so the last question I'm going to finish off with is, is if you've got a Halloween party have you got a costume sorted uh, give me a costume or if you've not got any sorted um, give me a costume anyway that you'd rather that you'd like to dress up or if you hate Halloween tell me that as well love that um, well, I was going to do, although, because me and my friend were going to do, you know, Blades of Glory, uh, like okay. Chaz, Michael, Michaels, uh-huh. and Jimmy McElroy? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then my friend's like, oh, actually, I think I'm away the weekend of Halloween. So I'm like, ah! 
So disaster. I can't, I can't go solo, so I have to think of something funny. Or scary. <laughs> sure, fair enough. So you're undecided really. Yeah. But Blades of Glory, excellent shout. Uh, and it's you. also a movie. Have we done that on the podcast? I feel like maybe have. Probably not, not it's, been, it's been that fucking long, man. <laughs> this, this shit. Okay, Erin, you're up. Uh, I desperately wanted to do a, do a group um, Halloween costume, uh, but cough, cough, someone keeps trying to move to London. Yeah, sorry. G Grace. <laughs> uh, so having half my friends in another country doesn't work. I think it would be scrappy and scooby-doo for me. I love that. Oh, great show. I also want to add, just in case someone copies this idea, I've always wanted to do Miss Congeniality, but I also don't know if I overly agree with looking nice at Halloween. So. <laughs> You're like, nah, I need to look fucking scary. scary. Uh, yeah. What about you, Jack? Have you got a costume? I have the geekiest costume ever, man. Um, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say it, but I'm, I'm on podcast I mean no one listens anyway so I'm going to say it uh, <laughs> uh, I bought a, um, a latex costume like a, oh. Uh, oh. With, a with a zip for a mouth get on oh. uh, <laughs> yeah, no no it's a Spider-Man you know Miles Morales uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man costume but it's one from the game uh, that's just came out the PS5 game um, it's just a cool costume it's cool just a, a really different spin on a Spider-Man costume. It's got like a little hood. Have you seen any of the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Uh, only because John Mulaney played, <laughs> what was it, Peter Porker? Peter that's Paul. literally all, yeah. <laughs> that's all I know about that Okay, one. right, well, yeah. Uh, there's a, well, Gwen Stacy in that, Erin, you said you've seen it, so Gwen Stacy in that, um, she's got like a kind of hood on her, like yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a twenty ninety nine. I don't know why it's called twenty ninety nine, but it's it's Miles Morales twenty ninety nine costume. So um, if you're interested in seeing what I'm going to stupid look like, like a stupid idiot, then you can Google that. And <laughs> okay, but that runs us off, guys. Um, so thanks very much for listening. First thing films here as usual, but it's October, so we're doing all the Halloween you can think of this time with a bit of a different swing on it. Um, we've had Grace on here. Thanks very much, Grace, for coming on. Oh no, thanks for having me. And we had Erin as well um, chipping in, so thanks very much, Erin, for coming in as well. Thank you. Okay, thanks guys for listening. We will see you next time. Cheers. Bye. Bye.